0: Hip hop rejects. Hip hip hop. Hip hop rejects.
1: This is the second episode of the hip hop rejects. And you're tuning in to our second episode. I'm royalty. And
0: yo, it's your boy Young than the Rest. Yes.
1: This is our second episode. Um, want to first start out the show with uh, thanking everybody for all the love they gave us um, on that first, first episode. Uh, Got to re- get a really big shout out to the people from SoundCloud, man, because they were really like listening and liking and, and resharing the podcast on there. Um, again, um, just big up to a lot of the people from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook that follow us, as listen to the podcast. Really thank you guys a whole lot and we're working really hard, you know, to get these episodes out to you. Get you some get you some great content and just keep you guys entertained, whether it's, you know, going to work or just sitting at home or even, you know, uh working out. So
0: Yeah, man. I mean, we really appreciate it. Yo so much love with show, man. I think we got like uh close to like Seven hundred people saw it, yo, and it was like not. We didn't have seven hundred downloads. Don't get me missed, Don't I ain't gonna misconstrue the numbers, but um, you know, it was just that it was seven hundred people that saw that we had a podcast. Like I think it was close to like a hundred likes and reshares on Facebook. So we got a little love on Facebook. But you know, it it was the first episode, so it wasn't just so much we can expect. But we're we we gonna get there. We'll we 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 will be getting there.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, we we came out of nowhere with a with a hip hop podcast. So, I mean, to get that type of love in the very beginning, hey, it's a it's a good start. So, um, wanna let you guys know, uh, we're still um taking in emails and and uh Twitter suggestions of your top five rappers. Uh, you can also hit us up at the hip hop rejects with the Z uh, on Twitter. Uh, Also Instagram, the hip hop rejects with the Z, or you can email us at the hip hop rejects with the Z at gmail.com and send us a list of your top five. Or even if you just have a, have a general question for us that you want us to answer about your favorite artists or anything that's going on in in, in the hip hop community. Uh, Let's go to our, uh, to our quick news. Um, Got a hot topic that dropped on yesterday, which was, um, Dr. Dre, um, dropping that he'll be dropping his last album called Compton this Friday, this Friday, August 7th. Uh, he said this will be his last album. Um, I know a lot of us that had been hoping and waiting and wishing for the, um, detox album. Um, he'd been working on that since like, Oh, four, but his, uh, his comments to that was that, um, that he felt like it wasn't really good, and for you know, especially for somebody of the caliber of a Dr. Dre to say that, hey, this wasn't this work, the work for, for this Detox album wasn't good enough for to put out to the public, and so he, that's why he felt like he put the Detox album on the shelf. So the Compton album will pretty much be an album combined with the soundtrack for the Straight Outta Compton movie. So, yeah, um,
0: as far as the Compton soundtrack, some artists that's gonna be on it. Of course, uh, Kendrick is going to be on there. They couldn't do the Compton album without putting Kendrick on there. Of course, Ice Cube, um, some remakes of the NWA songs. So, um, you know, and it's all it's produced by Dre. Um, I think Eminem is on the album. Um, the Game is on the album. So,
1: it, it's something to look forward to yeah for sure definitely something to look forward to. i can give you I can give you, give you, guys a quick rundown of like there's some noticeable names on there we got of course you said we got kendra lamar uh we got marsh ambrosia uh we got uh who else we got on here we got exhibit um see wow exhibit we got, for real that yeah. <laughs> exhibit we got exhibit on there we got uh we got of course we got snoop um Oh, we also got Jill Scott on there as well. So we got a, you know, Eminem, of course, like you said before, is on there too. Uh, got a good, got a good roster going on for this. So I'll definitely be listening to it um, this this coming Friday on my Spotify account, of course. Um, so yeah, we we'll definitely be looking at that. We'll also give you give you guys our take on it, and what we think about the about the new Compton album once it drops uh, on Friday. So yeah, you can also
0: pre order it on iTunes and. Um- it's going to be exclusively on iTunes, so if you have iTunes, you'll be getting it, and you'll be one of the ones that can
1: get it first. Yeah, yeah. Also through the uh, Apple Music Service, too. Right. Um, going to start a new segment here on Hip Hop Rejects. We got a uh, got top five. Uh, top five, I mean, with the Billboard, you know, of course it's more than just five uh, albums on there. You know, that number, I think it's more close to probably maybe like top two, probably like 100, 200 as far as that billboard goes. But we're going to only highlight the top five rap albums on the billboard. Um, Number five, we had Kendrick Lamar with uh, To Pimp a Butterfly was number five this week. We got J. Cole with uh, Forest Hill Drive. We got number three. Drake, if you're reading this, it's too late. We got Meek Mills Dreams Worth More Than Money. And then number one spot goes to uh Future DS2, uh, dirty sprite two. Um Young, have you have you listened to any of these? I know probably maybe one of the one or two of these I've I've been listening to myself. I've listened to I've listened to the Drake album and uh and the J. Cole. I've dabbed a little bit into the Kendra Lamar album a little bit. Well, I've listened to all five. And
0: the only reason, in my opinion, that Future is number one and Meek Mills is number two is because they're newer. Because everything else, the Drake, J. Mar, they're older and they've been out longer. But um, the Future, to me, I'm not a fan of the auto tune rappers. The rappers that want to sing and all that crap. And Meek Mills... I'm just sorry. The album sucks. I'm
1: sorry. I mean, it was more of on a, I mean, that, 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 um, the pepper butterfly one, that album kind of, for me, the kids, Lamar album for me kind of came out of nowhere, um, compared to his, his debut album. Um, I mean, a lot of albums, like just like the Drake album. Uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. He trying to, he kind of hit the Beyonce on, on that album which it had no promo and it came out of nowhere. So, I know for that particular album for Drake even though, you know, yeah, he had, he had a couple of hot records on that on that album that's on radio right now. I don't feel to me it just doesn't feel like an official Drake album. It just feel like it's just something that, you know, he just dropped out of nowhere. Technically, um I,
0: yeah. Go ahead. Technically it's a uh to me it's a Drake mixtape.
1: Yeah, more or more of like a EP. What? Yeah. It has more than six songs because most EPs have about six songs on it. Um, and then, um, I kind of, you know, um, coming up with this segment on the show, I, I, I did try to listen to the number one, which was, uh, Future's Dirty Sprite 2 DS2. Um, with Future, yeah, the thing with the auto tune is he has, he has some catchy songs that come out. I mean, the productions on on his records are, are good. I think if you were to take his album and the and the tracks that he he's on, there, I mean, give them to another another artist other than himself, they they would have a, probably they would literally have a hit a hit album on the on their hands. But it was just for some reason, I just wasn't I wasn't feeling it. I, I was feeling the rows feeling the actual uh, tracks themselves, but just him on them just wasn't doing it for me on
0: those uh-huh. on his album. So. This gen this newer generation, the generation that's under us, they seem to be a fan of rappers that sound like that. Um that's why he's doing so well. Um we're I can understand with us not being fans of that because we like to hear rappers speak spit flow.
1: Yeah. But yeah. no, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say future doesn't have fun. I mean, there, there's some records that I like. The future can mean, you know, um the records. There's a lot of a couple of records that I like that future has come out with, you know, Tony Montana is one of is a is a good record from him. Uh Magic. Um, um what is the other record with uh him and for real? Um Mood at Doe. That's another one of my Oh I, about did about like, I did like that.
0: I did like that song, but I I don't like that song for future. I like that song for the features he got on that record. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, because, uh, for one, it was a reemergence of Pharrell, the rapper. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Pharrell got flow. When he's not singing, Pharrell does have flow. And I've liked a lot of Pharrell's song, especially anything in ERD. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, um... In addition to that, uh, just a little fun fact for the for the hip hop world is um. With that being said, um, this is actually marks like the the day in history where Iggy dropped her first album, The New Classic. And um, we'll get a little bit more into the female MCs because we we're gonna like really touch on that um, later on in the podcast because I you know there are some things that are that are going on in my community that. That me and Young need to get off our chest in relation to to what we call the Fem C um the the what I would say I would say like the struggle of them of of more than just one being in the spotlight. It seemed like it's only gonna be one or two in the spotlight at the same time. It's like they can't flirt, they can't be like multiple in the spotlight at the same time. But we'll touch on that in a few uh later on in the podcast. So um First topic we're going to jump on is uh, going to be the uh, uh, David Banner. Uh, D Banner is uh, suing Wayne over some unpaid royalties uh, for two records, one called La La. Uh, one is called uh, Pussy Monster from back from 2008. Um, owing him about $138,000 138, for that record. Uh, Streets is Watching record from 2009. On and on about 15 grand on that one from – uh it's from the young know, we are young money album um that's been a that's been a really big trend for for young money um not paying people for for their work especially producers right man
0: that's one of the reasons fresh left cash money you know he felt like he wasn't getting it just due and they wanted fresh, fresh like cash money wanted fresh exclusive exclusively for themselves. And, you know, notice when Fresh left Cash Money, he started branching out, producing for a lot of different people. It was like he was taking over, you know, what Timbaland was doing. You know, it's like Timbaland started working with select artists and like Fresh was everywhere.
1: Yeah. And that moment when he did leave Cash Money, he did he did branch out and work with a lot of other artists. Um, that he had never had work with at the time. Uh, who else was, that? Uh, there was another producer that was, um, uh, Bangladesh was another one. Cause he did the, uh, he did the lollipop record and I oh, know it wasn't lollipop. It was, uh, a Millie and he didn't get paid. I remember there was an interview about him. They didn't, they didn't pay him for that record, man. So it's like, they, they've been getting, the, they've had the, a rap for a very long time, um, for not paying, paying producers for their work. So, probably be the first time, won't be the last. Um, I don't really think it's probably more of a – I don't think it's more of a Wayne thing. I think it's more of a cash money thing where he ain't getting paid because let let them tell it, you know, cash money is controlling the money. So,
0: well, speaking of cash money, um, I think most people watch part one of the Angie Martinez – video with um
1: bird man yeah what i primarily got from that interview was that that wayne is his son that's basically (laughs) what i got from that from that whole interview i honestly didn't get anything else from it that that he basically said that wayne that's my son that's all i got from the interview i'm the same
0: way that's all i got from the interview that wayne is my son you heard me (laughs)
1: <laughs> that was his. That was his response to pretty much everything. Everything in the interview was, "That's my son." Um, but I'm on the real though with that interview. Uh, I mean, it kind of seemed like you know, um, he was in denial about everything that was going on. You know, like you know, with the whole the whole bus shooting thing. talking about We you know we'll go in on you know that's my son. I you know if anybody gonna come up against him, we go you know we gonna squad up or whatever. And, you know, like and, I said, like, uh, does
0: support that.
1: Exactly. There's amount there's of evidence to support that. And like I said last week, it just, you know, baby got, you know, a lot of Suge Knight tendencies going on. So, hey, you know, don't be surprised. I mean, I ain't wishing no ill will on Wayne, but, you know, Wayne got to watch his back. Uh, especially with him trying to lead Cash Money, because you know that's the that's the you know out of everybody that's on their label, um, that's their bread and butter. You take oh, yeah. that away, take that away. You
0: know what is Cash Money? Oh yeah, when we was trying to come up with who I was in Rich Gang, um, basically I came to realize I think Game is in Rich Gang now.
1: Yeah, but uh, you don't even really see him on. I mean, I think uh, from last time, and I'm a you know I'm a game fan or whatever, so I got all his albums. But um, I think he's not really. And I followed him on Instagram. I remember his statement like that. He said that he wasn't with them. Berman has you know approached them several times with offers to, to join Cash Money, and which I'm glad he didn't. Uh, game um, is in in a sense. Kind of like independent in a sense, um, but I don't think you know. I don't think even think the documentary two um, that's coming out real soon is under Cash Money and we'll see uh, once the once the album. Dry. I know his first record um, one hundred. He just dropped a video about a couple of days ago with Drake on it uh, for the for the documentary two. So we'll see if that if he's if he's really Cash Money or not or or Young Money or whatever whatever umbrella he would be up under. Okay, so let's get into the uh, the hot topic of the week, which is Drake and Meek Mills. The saga continues part two. Uh, let's talk about these diss tracks They dropped this week. Uh, okay. we, got, we, got, we got Drake with the Charger record. Gave your boy Meek Mills a couple days to re-up, try to get his mind right. And then he came back with back-to-back. And after that, back-to-back drop. Then everybody was on Meek Mills, you know. When you gonna drop something? And then I don't know if you heard, young, you heard about the the Fuck Master Flex fiasco with him saying that you know that all oh, Meek Mills is gonna drop such and such record. And I think this was the day that either back to back came out, or it was like a day previous said that Meek Mills was gonna drop a you know drop a track on uh, on Hot ninety seven, and he didn't, and um, the internet pretty much they pretty much ate Funkmaster Flex alive man they they were because they because they the, fa- the fans felt like Hot ninety seven was trolling the uh, trolling everybody for um kind of like for for hits or for ratings for the radio station because everybody was anticipating Meek Mill's you know dropping a disc record so people right now are petitioning Funkmaster Flex to be taken off a of Hot ninety seven um, the other thing then also then. Later on in the week, then Meek Mills drops uh Want to Know, which we didn't really want to know because it was whack. All right, check this out.
0: Royalty, again, I'm going to say what you won't say. This shit fucking sucked. Excuse yeah, my lang- language. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. Meek, I need you to do two things. I need you to take I Want to Know record. I need you to get it in a forty-five. I need you to get it in this in a forty-five. You put it on wax, the old records. Turn that some bitch sideways and shove it straight up your dumb ass. Like seriously, like dog, that that was a disgrace. The weakest diss track ever in history.
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's true. It's like and like Meek is like. Take this, man. It's like, okay, if you're going to serve up beef, you better serve it up high quality.
0: USDA grade A served five.
1: Exactly. You served up this beef. You brought this on yourself, and you can't even come out with a diss track that's worthy of even a battle.
0: And then he wanted to use the excuse he was on tour. Draco Tour 2.
1: Exactly. Indeed. So that's that, you no, know, that's not even that's not even an excuse. And then on and then young on top of that, the other thing that was hilarious about it. Okay, the first beginning of the track for y'all that don't know or that you know that are not aware, the beginning of that track is a thing for the WWE wrestler The Undertaker. That is his theme that he's used for years and years and years, and now. WWE, not, not only is he, does he have to deal with Drake now, but he has to deal with being sued by WWE for $500,000 for using the Undertaker's theme in that record.
0: Yeah, man. And plus, you know, what's crazy. This not to get off topic, but somebody was recording at the, um, the, the clutch, which is LeBron versus Drake, um, softball game. And uh-huh. they and LeBron asked Drake, "Yo, you ready to take this L?" Drake said, "Yo, I ain't took a L all week." <laughs> <laughs> and then he had the T-shirt all with a full battery on the back of it. That was the charged up T-shirt. Nope. You yeah, feel me? Th- yeah. And then Meek Mill's sister came out with a diss record. Well, this video where she's rapping, it was hotter than
1: his. Well, I was about to answer that because I never got around. I never got around to actually watching that. I saw it. Um, but that's sad, man. She's nicer than he is. Huh.
0: Yeah, and then you know, what, what's what, what's crazy? Uh, Meek Mills had one line in there saying Drake got peed on. Okay, okay, Drake got peed on. Drake has never said he's a fighter. Drake has never said he will pop trunk on nobody. Drake said he got some hot lines for y'all if y'all come at him. If y'all come at him on the dissing tip, he is gonna eat you alive. Technically, right now in this generation of rappers, Drake is the the coldest one. If you take if he if he stops singing and just start rapping, Drake could be the coldest one between him, Cole, and Kendrick. Right now, Drake is the coldest one. Now mind you, Cole and Kendrick, I believe if they really wanted to, they'll get that boy.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll say this much though with you know with everything that's 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 taking place over the week with the with this whole beef um I think a lot of especially a lot of male hip hop fans um have a lot of respect for Drake now they don't I think after this after this beef they're not going to consider Drake you know the singing the singing rapper anymore or that he only makes um as Charlamagne Kind of said one time on the Breakfast Club, he um, he made song he made songs for women when they would have that time of the month. Basically, is what <laughs> what his records were were related to by Charlemagne. So speaking I think of this- Charlemagne, yes, oh, yeah, yeah yeah, him, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. speaking of Charlemagne, he said you gonna make me send you Charlemagne the bottles the next day. Arby Graham son Charlemagne the Don Perignon, the Don P.
1: Yep, set them five bottles.
0: Hey, he said, let's be friends. Charlemagne said Drake is his new friend.
1: Yeah, because they didn't get along for it. They didn't get, a while, get along for quite some time, because every time you come on the Breakfast Club, Charlemagne will go in on that boy. So
0: He said he now respects Drake, and yes, Meek Mills, did get dunked the other day?
1: <laughs> other thing about that, though, um... Man, I'm like, I'm wondering like, is Nicky going I wonder this Nicky gonna drop him? Because I, there was some rumors that were swirling that um I know wherever they were the night that he dropped that the dropped the the one or no record, um Nikki was out at the club with uh Dej Loaf and cause she's on the tour she's on the pink print tour too along with them and meek Mills. And I heard that, you know, Nikki went, you know, went home with Dej Loaf. And left left Meek wherever he was, so it's like, like man, when your girl is is disgraced, that you got some issues.
0: That's what happened when you're not the best rapper in your relationship. I'm sorry, you cannot. Is <laughs> it, when the female is the best rapper in the relationship, my nigga. It's time for you to just like rip to your career, like seriously. Oh, and also what messed up. Meek Mills, this record, he was also trying to diss Safari also in that record. Guess what, my dude? Safari's new girl, the chick that he's with now, he upgraded from Nicki. I mean, no harm to Nicki Minaj because she is bad, but the chick he is dating now, she is all natural, and she is ridiculous. When I say this, She's beautiful. Her body is like A1 primo. I'm talking about if her body was coke, I would be sniffing her. <laughs> so, and I don't speaking even do of, drugs. Uh,
1: speaking of SB, SB dropped a track late earlier this week as well um, in response to Meek Mills and Nicki Minaj. Um, And unfortunately, you would think that the person that writes the rhymes for Nicki Minaj would come out with a a fire diss track against his ex-girlfriend and her new man but unfortunately SB his track was also whack as well yes it was it was it was, it was horrible um you can see in the record where where Nicki kind of gets a flow from from him um but other than that that's about it
0: Yeah, and then Quentin Miller also did to clear up this ghostwriting situation. He did an interview telling how him and Drake hooked up and that he patented his flow out to Drake's. So, Hmm. therefore, Drake never had a ghostwriter. You know what I'm saying?
1: Quentin Miller is not his
0: ghostwriter. That's to clarify all that. So, in other words, Light skinned cast is winning this year. We got Russell Wilson who is winning over future light skinned dude. Yes, I'm light skinned. That's why I'm supporting this. <laughs> you also, got is
1: also 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 as well. You got um uh, another light skinned guy here as well. Royalty. I'm a light skinned guy too. For those at home <laughs> who don't know what we look like.
0: Okay. Then you also got um um Steph Curry. He won O LeBron light-skinned win number two, and Drake. He just murdered Pink Mills, ripped his career, light-skinned win number three.
1: Yep. <laughs> and then also, as well, we launched the podcast on hip-hop, and it's hosted by two skin guys.
0: Exactly. We coming back. All you night want to be fall-off, fall-back. We coming back in style. We ain't got Jerry curls and stuff like Mike Michael Jackson in the bars now. We rocking phase, no high tops. So we back. Love that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So let's get to the um let's get to the topic of today. Um not really something that's going on here, but it's something that, you know, that me and young, we kind of like, you know, agreed that hey, we need to we need to talk about this. Um, so let's talk about the female MC in the game of hip hop. Um, of course we all know Nicki Minaj is the queen and she's running the game, um, when it comes to females in hip hop. And then of course we got, uh, runner up Iggy Azalea, um, as well. And those are primarily the, really the main two. I mean, you got, um. As far as right now, you got some. As far I as, would say, some of the the future of female hip hop. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, and she's mentored by Timberland, which is Tink. Uh, she's another one. She's one of my my personal favorites. And then you also got Days Love, which she's on. She's on a lot of records, and she got a she got like two, one or two, um, high records out right now as well. And who else we got this uh, current. We got Azalea Banks, which, man, Azalea, um, let me, okay, let me be real, real quick. And I know, Young, you say, you know, I'm going to say what you want, but I got to say what I want on this one because Azalea Banks, because she's been, in the past, she's beefed with Iggy Azalea um, a bunch of times when she, first, when she first showed up on the scene. Azalea Banks is straight up garbage. There is nothing about her as an artist that I would want to listen to
0: exactly
1: i'm sorry like i've heard her right i even tried to give it a, i even tried to give it a chance to try to listen okay let me give this chick a chance because i remember tip went in on her for going for going at it on going at it uh iggy and so okay let's let me see what this chick this chick is you know and the music that she that she makes doesn't even sound like hip-hop for you to even say that you better than even people have a lot of things against iggy but for you to even say the things that comes out of her mouth about Iggy, she has no room to talk whatsoever.
0: None whatsoever. Yo, but I remember the days, man, where in the in the the glory days of the female MC, where there was, you know, back when Missy first came out, when Lil Kim was popping. Queen Latifah, you know MC Light, all those like when females had bad flow, like when females was eating the when females was eating the niggas, you know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly, and Missy like, was man, Missy. I know Nikki, when she first came on the scene, she broke. I think she she broke Missy's record for. I think it was like either I think it was like female. I think she broke her record for female album sales but Missy Missy had that record for. For a very very long time, um, so yeah. she broke that she broke that record with, with Missy Elliott. Um, I, some other thing. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, my my thing is
0: with Nikki. Okay, I feel like Missy did it. Nikki, even though her and Kim beefed, it's like Nikki came out like she was almost trying to be like how Kim was, but the thing with Missy was. Missy could talk about sex, but Missy, Missy could talk about a plethora of things. You know, Missy, not only was she a rapper, she was a producer, but Missy came out like with ill flow and she she did stuff to make you think Nikki mm. is more glorifying the body, glorify glorifying the the feminist part of it. And that's what sets her apart. Yeah, Kim,
1: Kim, yeah, yeah Kim Missy, was, would, uh, yeah. Just, I'm mean, just to add a little bit on what you're about to say with Missy. Missy would do things with with videos, man. That would be it was it was just stuff you would never ever think of somebody for somebody to put in a video to right? paint yourself and- for for example to paint yourself silver. And be like sharks, and and like, and then have a whole whole dance segment in the video. Like, like who right. like who does that? So right. And plus, Missy
0: was a little bit more classier with it, you know. Even though she had like more of a tomboyish look because of the way her body style was, you you can see Missy and bikinis and stuff like that. But at the same time, she had so much class, and she. Embraced her femininity. Also, she embraced and she realized the industry that she was in was male dominated. You know, and and she embraced the whole. Missy created a culture, right? You right. know,
1: so it's like, man, it's like when you think about it with the, with the female rapper, it's like, what is it? It's almost like with the female MC is like it's almost like a club. It's almost like we only can let so many of y'all in at the same time. And it makes it seem like it's only like, you know, we only can let in one because how people I still yet to understand again, going back to Iggy, I still don't understand what was the hate behind Iggy. I know she had the, you know, the file with the, you know, she did. If I know one thing that I do remember, she had the thing where she did a freestyle and it was actually a Kendra Lamar freestyle. And maybe she was a fan and that was her favorite line from one of his you know, one of his songs that was very recent. We don't know. I mean, you can't really say she you can't really say she built off of him because it wasn't on it wasn't on wax, it wasn't recorded, it wasn't on a record, it wasn't on something like a new new track she came out with. So I mean I know she's had blow ups on social media and stuff like that, um with certain male uh, male rappers and stuff like that so i mean she's just defending she just you know she's defending herself cuz she's in a male dominated you know she's in a male dominated um industry so
0: well the thing with nikki is and given the circumstances of today's social problems um a lot of female MCs are black and they feel like Nikki I mean Iggy is biting off their culture and she's they a lot of them is trying to say that she's trying to sound like the brat
1: but and, okay I gotta interject on that one. Iggy has been I think from an interview I listened to her about she's been in the States since she was sixteen. I don't. I know she's probably in her twenties now. Now, if she she said no, she stay. She's moved. She's lived from everywhere, everywhere from Houston to Miami to Atlanta. I know for a fact from going to Atlanta a bunch of times. Atlanta can change you with your twang and dialect. I don't care what race you are. I cause, dude, I swear to you, I go to Atlanta. Everybody in their mug talk with a black about a, with a black twang. Whether you Asian, Bosnian, Hispanic, everybody sound like they talk black. So. I mean, the culture, maybe, you know, she maybe lost her Australian accent. She had been, she'd been hanging out in the South for too long. I mean, or maybe that could have been a flow that she just, she picked up and that's something that she, that she, that she's gone with. I mean, she's not trying, I don't think, I don't think she's trying to bite off black style because that's the way she's saying, because there's a lot of other Caucasian rappers that, I can say that, you know, that try to that try to sound black, but, you know, they don't the males, they don't get ridiculed for like, oh, you trying to sound black.
0: Yeah, you right about that, my my dude. I mean, that's just from when I remember she was going at it with Azalea Banks that that was her main beef with her. But, you know, like, like I said, Azalea Banks gives the the stereotype of angry black woman so much credence. That you know it's almost she is like a walking stereotype. Seriously,
1: again, what has Azalea Banks done? She doesn't have a leg to stand on, so she is irrelevant in this whole conversation when it comes to Iggy.
0: <laughs> All right, man. So back on the real female MCs, like exactly a, a great one. Like I said, I said the brat. I miss the brat. Oh, I wish the brat would drop a fire album. I mean, rest in peace to the Left Eye. She was, she was cold on TLC tracks, or when she was featured on something. Um, look, Kim. You know, I would like to hear a record from Kim again. You know, just those, those, those females that had cold flow that made you like, yo, I could listen to her all day. You know, those type females. You know.
1: Some of the coldest females, and I, I would say for me, man, like some of the coldest females that I feel like I, I still don't understand like why they didn't like blow up. Um, Shauna from DTP that used to be with Luda, man. Like she would, her flow would, that it would rival some of the some dudes that, that's in the game. And, and she was just so, Shauna was just so cold to me and I couldn't, and she had the, she had to get in some head record, and I just don't get why she didn't take off because I'm going to say this right now, and I don't care if you get mad at me or whatever, I feel Shauna is way colder than Nicki Minaj, hands down. RPM? Thank you. Yo, RPM was, like to me,
0: Shauna's coldest track ever.
1: Come on, if you can get on a uh, if you get on a record and go 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 head to head with Twister on a on a on an album, come on now.
0: Yeah, she like to me. She slick ate Twister on that album on that on that song. She ate Twister. Exactly. Like, she she ate Twister like a bowl of ramen noodles. Like real talk. <laughs> And I ain't never just. I mean, I ain't. I'm not the one, one to say that Twista gets ate a lot, <laughs> but on that on that song, I don't know if he held back because it was her song. But yeah, you know, I'm uh, not taking that m- thing another, from her.
1: Uh, another MC that I feel. Oh, Femsy for 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 the sake of the word, uh, Miss J, and I don't know if you remember her, but she was part of uh, when Timberland was. um, was starring, he had the label uh, called Beat Club, and she was right along up there when he brought out Bubble Sparks and stuff like that. I felt Miss J was, she was from Philly, and I feel that she was like a real, she was a really, really cold, cold chick as well. Um, out of the Timberland camp, and I felt like at the time, you know, you know, with Missy, with you know, everything that she had done, I felt like Miss J was like, okay, man, okay, Miss J's like, she's gonna be the next Missy. Cause I mean, come on the name, Missy Ellie and Miss Jade. I mean, those names kind of do go together a little bit. I mean, those names are, are kind of similar. Uh, but I mean, just Miss Jade, she was just like super cold, super cold MC. Um, if you guys ever or never heard of her, I recommend picking up her first album. Um, Cause it has some, and there's some good records on there that, that, you know, if you grew up in the nineties or early 2000 that you've, well, probably probably not really '90s. Probably like early 2000s that uh, she had the record with uh, with Nelly Furtado in uh, Timberland. Can't think of the name of it right now off top of my head. But uh, you also had like um, some other some other rappers from the early 2000s that I that I remember. Like uh, your girl Rashida. She's on Love and Hip Hop. Like Rashida. Like I know probably a lot of people say like you know since she has been on a reality TV show. People probably don't give can't probably don't some of the new. I would say how to say this. Some of the new kids probably can't give her a lot of props for what she's done. But if you listen to the some of the old Georgia Peach Rashida records, I know she one record that that kind of that that got me on Rashida was a record she did with Jeezy. Yeah, and it's called Get This Money, and man, like she was so cold. And I remember when I first saw when I first saw Rashida she was on the remix of Petey Pablo's uh, vibrate. And I heard around and I heard on that. and you know, it was a time where it was like, there was female MCs here and there. And like when I would hear one that was cold, it's like, it really catches your, it really catches you. It's like, Oh man, who is this? So I ended up, I ended up like hunting down a lot of Rashida's content, a lot of Rashida's music. And man, I've been, I've always been a fan. Even when she showed up on, she showed up on Love and Hip Hop. I'm like, oh, we got like a real, got a real female rapper in the, on the show. Somebody that's really a female that's really, really hip hop.
0: Right. Like we cannot go. I only see how we even went this long without even saying this name. The baddest chick, you know, Miss Trainer. You know what I'm saying? Like, Trina came out, the first time I heard Trina was on You Don't Know Name with Trick Daddy. Yep. And she has been consistent. Even if she don't drop an album, you're still going to hear Trina every year because she is featured on somebody. And she has stuck with it. And her flow is still the same. It hasn't changed. She hasn't tried to change it to adapt. And you know, um, Eve, Oh my God, pit bull in a skirt. She, when I say she can eat some cats. Oh yeah, she yes. can. E-, e can eat some cats. Like seriously, yes. you know she's embracing motherhood and things like that now. But if E wanted to come out and get mm-hmm. back to like when she was a rough rider, believe I believe she could do
1: that. Yeah, e was. Yeah, he was none the stretch of the and hanging a squad that 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 had DMX in it. Yeah, you definitely. You definitely got to be somebody special to be, be in the same camp as him. So,
0: right, Eve um, to me, was like the new MC Light.
1: Yeah, you yeah. know,
0: Eve had, you know, like Eve was like she was bred from that era. MC Light, Roxanne, Shantae, you know, that Queen Latifah flow, like she was like from like she was their daughter, and she came out like, Yeah, I'm still gonna hold it down. You know what I'm saying? It's like easy. Yeah, awesome.
1: Think he of it. That's a, that's a, that's another that's another MC from Philly as well. Right. It's like, it's like man, there's a lot of female MCs that are better than Meek Mill's right now from Philly. Just saying.
0: Like seriously. <laughs> 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 so you know, you. Know, my main thing is is that with the female MC, it feel like they're getting more into the newer ones. There's a, a calamity that I want to talk about. It's like they're embracing their femininity, but they're also it, it's talking more about sex and things like that instead of talking about, you know, being a feminist. And I yeah. don't know if they think I—I I heard I've heard all my life sex sales, but at the same time, you know talk to your younger females be more of an example for them show them what it is to be a woman not a slut
1: here's my question okay here's my question with okay with all the female MCs that we've named like like do you feel like it's the was it the machine the label is the reason why they failed or do you feel like was it was it them or was it just, you know, all these female rappers came out at the wrong time and reason why they didn't, I feel now let me get my, I'll get my take on it real quick. My take on it with a lot of them, I feel like one, the machine, which is the, which is the label is not behind the female MC as they are behind the male, the male MC. The reason why Nicki Minaj is so successful is because she is the only not won't say the only female on Yama, but she's the only female and and she's the only female that's really good on young money. And everybody was everybody was backing her. Versus I don't feel Shauna got that same no disrespect to Ludacris or anything like that, but I just don't feel that they put all their efforts into Shauna to push her to the moon. Um, same thing with um, same uh, same thing with Miss Jade and stuff like that I don't feel like the the machine that was behind a lot of these female rappers were, were really wanting them to win and then also you know people tend to say about female rappers that they're hard to work with they're difficult and things of that nature granted yeah you know you got some females that probably could be, it'd be hard to work with. I'm not going to say that for all of them, but I would say, you know, who, I mean, what artists don't you know ain't hard to work with? Because I know I'm a promoter for a bunch of them that are, that got some egos, man. They, they get on promo stuff and doing promo and marketing, won't speak to people unless they unless you know unless they doing sign the autographs, but even beforehand when they get to the get to the promo event, they won't speak I ain't gonna throw no names I ain't gonna throw no shade on people, but the females ain't the only one with the ego problems in the game
0: right, but my take on it is um like a l like I said earlier about eve, like some of these like Missy's problem was Missy got sick,
1: yeah you know she had she an had illness, yeah,
0: yeah, Missy got sick. Um, Eve she embraced motherhood. She wanted to be a wife and a mother. You know, a lot of them when they get when they had their kids and things like that, they look at the fact, yo, I can't be touring like this and that. You know, record labels ain't feeling it when you can't get out and promote your own music and stuff. But they want to be mothers, and you know that's something to be commended that they you know put their career on hold to be there for their children right now you know some of them they just it just isn't their time anymore they came out at the wrong time some of them like you said it's the machine but i think for the most part it was more of um embracing motherhood and um you know just some things that we may not know about you know personal issues and stuff because you know it's easy i'm gonna say this as a man i feel like it's easier for us to get out on the road when we know we got somebody at home that can take care of our kids. Moms right. ain't like that. Mom, moms feel like she got to be there cause she know ain't nobody gonna take care of her child like her.
1: That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. And on top of that, man, it's just, you know, they just get, you know, female rappers, they get, they get, they get such a, such a very bad so I'm Like, again, they get just a, such a very bad rep for that. And I feel like every time they mention, you know, this particular one, you know, they always, they always kind of tend to use that, use the same excuse when it comes to, when it comes to them, like, oh, they just, you know, they didn't make it because they were hard to work with. So a lot of times I feel like I said, I feel like it's, I feel like it's more, more than just them being hard to work with or whatever. So, yeah, man. But I feel like we've moved into
0: a new age, and I think Nikki is inspiring a lot of younger females to rap. Um, which I wish if younger females listening to this podcast, I would like for you to go and listen to the ones that came before Nikki and see where she got her inspiration from. Pay homage to those that came before her as we pay homage to the men that came before the newer cast that are in the game now.
1: Yeah. You also got like the, um, I know T.I. has a show that he produced on oxygen for the, uh, called sisterhoods of hip hop. You got like, it's a female rapper on that name. Bia, she works with for real. You got uh, another chick named uh, Brianna Perry. You got diamond used to be part of crime mob, uh, Nehemiah Supreme. You also got another, chick named Saya and she works with uh she works with Tank actually. Um so they're um on the come up as well. And it's 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 refreshing to see, you know, your boy T I doing something for the female for the for the female rappers out there to to get them to, to give them spotlight. Uh I know Nehemiah Supreme is another female rapper that's working that's been working with Timberland as well. So maybe we'll, you know, we'll see a see a lot more of her as well. So
0: Oh, I I would hate to forget this one, and I don't know how we could left her out because she can spit flow, even though she's known for singing. Both these, both both of these females, they're more known for singing, but when they get on the mic and spit flow, they they cold with it. That's Erica Badu and Lauren Hill.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't, I didn't think about Lauren. Yeah, Lauren, yeah, Lauren Hill would definitely is another, uh, is another female MC. But yeah, she does. She does kind of a little bit of. Does a little bit of both, but she does. She is a she is a cold female lyricist to herself. Yeah,
0: I mean, she was known more for her rapping when she first came out when she was with the uh, the Fugees. I mean, even though she was sing, but Lauren can go like for sure, yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: Know. Um, all right, everybody out there. Um, this ain't the end of the discussion for the female MC. If you guys got anything, you guys would like to chime in on. You know, coming on, uh, you can always, you know, hit us, hit us up on uh, our Facebook at the Hip Hop Rejects. Uh, We're going to go into a new segment uh, that was that we're going to start with. And this is going to be something that Young is going to be doing on a weekly basis called uh, My Last Dollar. And how My Last Dollar works is uh, basically if you had two albums to choose from, which one would you buy? You have to buy one and get rid of the other. So, y'all, take it away, man.
0: All right, man. My two albums that I came up with is Project Pat's new mixtape, Pistol and Scale," and Turk from Cash Money's um new mixtape, Get Money, Stay Real, part two. If I had to keep one, the one I would keep would be Project Pat. I'm sorry, Turk is not the same guy anymore. He's he benefited from being around cats like Wayne, Juvie, and B G. And it seems as if um he just did it because it's in his heart. You could you could hear his passion in the album, but musically I wasn't just feeling it, you know. I mean it was more catered to in my opinion, catered to New Orleans. It wasn't catered to the everyday listener. You had right. to have it, it was catered to his hood, you know. Project Pat, Project Pat's one most no more better, but the fact was, Pat's flow is still there, and you know that that's that's what made me choose Pat over Turk. You know, Pat is an OG in the game, and um, listening to him, he, you got you got glimpses of old Project Pat. But you also it was it's more of a new pet, and I don't think too many people dig a new pet. You know, I looked at how many downloads he had for the mixtape, and I mean, both of them were way way below the scale. And I only chose those two because those were two guys that I grew up listening to that I used to be able to relate to, mm-hmm. and um, it was a total disappointment. So hopefully next week I can have something better for you all. Um, but they were the two newest mixtapes out.
1: Okay, yeah, well, guys, we'll be doing it with mixtapes, albums. Um, sure so we'll probably even do it with um, you guys want to send in, and you know, um, we'll even do certain in a, in a sense, almost kind of like a like a buy or sell deal with um, with you know with rappers as well. Like you give us two rappers, like we got you can keep one rapper and get rid of the other one um do something like that as well or just you know uh sending your suggestions to us and you know let us know anything you guys want to hear and see if we get you know a large demand for it hey we'll do it um let's get into the um get into our hip-hop legend spotlight uh this week's hip-hop legend spotlight is going to be grandmaster flash and the furious five
0: all right see a lot of people look at hip-hop as if it's just rappers hip-hop is really the DJ. It started out with the DJ, which Grandmaster Flash was the DJ. He was the one on the turntable, scratching, mixing, you know. Um, and they started doing this in the 70s, man. So, you know, hip-hop really started in the early 70s up in New York. Um, it was only deemed hip-hop by one of the members of the Furious Five. And so... Um, What we're going to do is just pay homage to them. Um, The message is the only hip-hop song that's in the Library of Congress. They were the first Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five were the um, only hip-hop group to be – well, not the only. They were the first hip-hop group to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And, um, you know, Melly Mill was the first cat to use the term – MC. So it was created by him. Master of Ceremonies was created by Melly Mail. So, you know, let's pay homage um, to Grand Master Flash and the Furious Five. And if you never heard the message, please, please go download it. It'll probably change your opinion if you never liked hip-hop. If you're new to hip-hop, you'll yeah. get a greater understand, understanding for it.
1: Yeah, or even if you have, you know, you have people out there that, you know, um, they listen to a lot of the new stuff, listen to a lot of stuff that we, you know, we, we our generation said, like, man, it ain't nothing like the 90s, you know, hip hop, but people don't go that extra step and go even further back to the beginning where it started at. And, you know, I would say I, myself included, I I have my picks and chooses of who I listen to from from, the, you know, from the, from the pioneers of hip hop, like I listen to, like, you know, like your Rock Hymns and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, definitely reach out, you know, however you consume your music, whether it be through, you know, going into your local record store or streaming it through your favorite streaming service or buying it digitally, however you consume your music. Um, check out Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Um, with that being said, y'all, uh, I think this is another one in the books for the second episode, but also we want to just also throw in there uh, to make sure uh, to hit us up, send us your questions, anything you guys want to recommend for the show. Hit us up on Twitter at the hip hop rejects with the Z, uh, Instagram at the hip hop rejects, or you can email us at the hip hop rejects at gmail.com. Also, if you guys didn't get a chance to maybe you listen to the second episode, you didn't get a chance to listen to the first episode, uh, you can download the Hip Hop Rejects on podbean.com. Uh, we also have a podcast on SoundCloud. we also now part of Stitcher Radio, and we'll also be coming soon uh, to all my, uh, all my Apple people. We'll be coming soon to iTunes as well. So,
0: great show. God bless you all. And please continue to enjoy hip hop because this is our music and it is the newest breed of music to come out so you know just let's let's continue to embrace it cuz it has changed the culture hip hop has changed the world no matter how they try to degrade it and say it's music of the thugs and things like that the world has officially been changed because of hip hop and that's the most positive thing that can come out of it Let's just focus on the positivity of it and not focus on negativity because the artists are what they are artists
1: they paint the picture
0: it? of their lives for you
1: right exactly they they are they are the storytellers they tell the storytellers basically they tell their stories of what they've been through uh, the lives they live so I mean, I know a lot of people tend to take some of these things literal and try to. You know, imitate these things, but don't take it, don't take it as to oh, I want to do it and imitate that. Just take it and consume it. And it's based all it is, man. All it is entertainment. So, you know, and take it and enjoy it. And you know.
0: All right, God bless. Y'all be easy.
1: All right, all right, young, I'll let you boy.
0: All right, boy. Pop, hip hop, uh, DJ. Hip pop. hip hop. Uh, hip hop, uh, DJ. A hip a hip hop.